1: who's not. In this final cut with Josh Wilson, we're going to talk about people. Josh and Colin will be discussing how to decide which people to deal with and why you should give importance to your guests in leveraging your podcast for sales. So tune in now and get Josh's final words of wisdom for the audiences and podcasters alike. All of these only here in the latest episode of Sales Transformation.
0: I'm just curious what your experience has been in, you know, through having people on sort of vetting, like who is a good fit for you to work together versus not, and making that transition from podcast guest to somebody we're, you know, getting close to closing a big deal
1: with. Yeah. I love what you say, man. It's some people you don't want to do deal with, right? (laughs) You can't do a good deal with a bad person is a bad deal, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I said that right, but it sounded right. So like I w- I this, gives, this gives this yeah. gives me an opportunity to get to know people and then get to know me, yeah, If during the interview I'm like, "There's no way I want to do a deal with this person, then I go, "Hey, man, thanks for the interview. When it goes live, I'll tag you. Have a good day right if it goes live. <laughs> <If> it goes, <laughs> yeah, techni- lightning yeah. struck my building. Sorry, Josh, we don't your episode's yeah. not going out, right? Yeah, sorry, but you know like to me, it's a vetting process where we, you know, we we're doing three, four interviews a day, right? So I'm meeting a lot of cool people and I've got a ton of people who want to do deals, right? So it's, I don't have, I don't have a lack of people and I don't have a lack of deals. Now I'm just trying to find the right people that I want to do deals with. And that's a good place to be. And it's a lot better than knocking on a door, trying to sell a new roof. That is challenging, especially when it's, dinner time or when they don't have an extra 20 K in their pocket to pay for a roof. So now, nah, man, I think, uh, I think we found a, after, you know, 20 years of struggling and 10 podcast shows and a thousand interviews, I think I've stumbled upon what works, yeah. you know, just like you guys, you guys are a little he- uh, further along the path than me, but it's, it's working, man. So I, why, why change it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How many alligators did you have to wrestle to get here mm,
1: at once? Just one at a time. Oh, today, none. No, I mean, like
0: in the past, you said you, your bio said that you alligate, you wrestled alligators professionally, professionally. Yeah. How many, how many alligators have you taken down in your time?
1: I got paid $6 and 25 cents to wrestle alligators at Silver Springs, nature's park in Ocala, Florida. The largest alligator I encountered with big Al. He was the largest alligator in captivity. He hit me with his tail. And to this day, my ankle clicks when I walk. Oh my um, gosh. The averages were somewhere in the neighborhood of eight foot gators. Yeah. Um <laughs> It'd be great if we had some footage on that of Josh I wrestling am, alligators. If anyone has footage of it. I have pictures of me, you know, one time I I think the statue of limitations has passed. I took an alligator home with me one time to, <laughs> <laughs> to practice. Well, uh, I had a presentation at school, uh, at college and uh I got an A, but the teacher said, Whatever you do, don't ever do that again. And that's a federal offense. I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. know. Anyways, um, yeah, so it was fun wrestling alligators and and being in this industry, but um yeah, so you so you times.
0: have pretty much gone all in on leveraging the podcast to build relationships to make deals happen. I mean, your yeah, whole man. business model is built around that. So what tips do you have for people that are thinking about adopting that as a strategy of like, you know, to get started and maybe avoid making some mistakes that you have made early on?
1: Yeah. Oh, good question, dude. All right. So let's just say a company's out there and they want to work with you guys and they're like, Hey, I want to build a podcast show. Here's where it fits or what I've learned in the past. Everyone is out there chasing the audience, right? I've had a show and I hit iTunes top of charts And I went broke doing it. And I thought if you build it, they will come and people will just show up with money sponsors and people. And I did it. It didn't happen. It doesn't happen like that. It's very expensive to accumulate an audience. And I found that, uh, 99% of the time when I'm interviewing someone, we build a relationship after the interview, they go, Hey, we should do something together. Nobody from the audience reaches out and go, Hey, I just heard you on a podcast show. Here's some money. That does not happen. So, But that's the, that's the sexy thing is the audience. How many downloads do you have, bro? How many, you know, how many followers do you have? And and what, what I found is everybody ignores the person in front of them and says, you know what, Colin, this is really cool. You and I should do a deal together. You got time together. You build trust with each other. Then you do a deal together. That's the secret sauce, but that's Napoleon Hill wrote about that. 70 years ago, right? Or yeah, 60 years I mean, ago.
0: We even see it. <clears throat> we even see it on the other side too, where people who are adopting more, like don't want to do a podcast, but are adopting just more guesting. Right. And it's like, yeah. they underestimate the value of the relationship with the hosts. Like yeah. they go there to just deliver a message, promote their thing at the end. Mm-hmm. And don't do anything to build a relationship with the host beyond that podcast interview. You know, yeah. Most of them will share the content, yeah, but then that's it. Yeah. And it's like, podcast hosts are usually pretty connected people. Like, you know, they're getting access to people that you'd have a hard time getting access to in a lot of cases. Unless, you know, maybe you're an exception and and, 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 and that's cool. But I'm talking like the majority of people... Like you've probably had some pretty cool people on your show, built some awesome relationships. I know that, like, I have friends, you know, pretty much anywhere. Like, where if I went to any city, you know, I there's people who'd want to get together. Um, It's underestimated is like people go on a show, want to tap into that audience, and then you know don't do anything to nurture the relationship right in front of them.
1: Well, here's what I hate. You ask, hey, Josh, is there anything that happens that pisses you off? Here's what pisses me off as a podcast host deal maker. Someone comes onto my show and I'm and I'm I'm borrowing this from uh, David. I forgot his last name. He's a massive connector. Ah, anyways, he says, when when you feel like the person is trying to work, get through you to get to a deal. And you feel used. I get off the, you know, I get off the interview and I'm like, that person came on my show just to try to get to my audience and yell at them and try to get them to act now and dial this number. The best guests do this is they, they lift up the, the host, they, they, then they take the content and they share it. And then I've, I've had people send me gifts and like pictures and like, you know, wrote handwritten letters and sent me candy bars and alcohol and all sorts of cool stuff. That was, I I think about them. And then you know what? I share all my friends, podcast hosts, hang out with other podcast hosts. I take that person on a podcast tour and I introduce them to all my friends and I don't ask for anything in return. If we do a deal, that's cool. That that's what makes a, a shitty guest and one that makes a great guest.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more, man. This has been fun. Any final thoughts How can people get into your world if they want to or any final thoughts before we wrap up here?
1: Here's what they should do. They should right now uh, go to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever they're listening to, give you a five-star review. Be like, Colin is awesome. Best host ever. And then they should reach out to you and say, Colin, I just gave you a review. Just shared it with my community. Hey, will you do me a favor? I listened to your episode with Josh. Would you connect me with Josh? And then maybe we could all do a deal together. That's what people should do right this second. Boom.
0: I love that. That's like probably the best call to action I've ever heard. And I've interviewed 500, almost 500 people. Dang. Nice job, dude. (laughs) Awesome. If you enjoyed the episode, please like Josh said, write us a review. It really does help us out. And we are also always listening for your feedback. You can go to salestransformation.fm, drop us a voice DM, and we will get back to you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day. Weekends included to help you transform the way you sell.